The college football experience week nine preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W. Ynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Got to do that. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Yes, Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more at Prediction Strike. We're also brought to you by SGPN. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So download that app for free today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week nine preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I am joined by former former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. (laughs) He's coming in loud as fuck. And that's, that's the way to do it. (laughs) Third man in the booth, the DFS God himself come play DraftKings with us college football and with college basketball right around the corner. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. How are you, pal? Uh, doing all right. How are you guys doing this fine evening? I'm just going to give you guys some music for your guys' introduction. At his tech mobile at its finest. Uh, let's, I mean, unfortunately, bad job. College football, you should be fired not only because your shitty ranking system, but in your shitty playoff, but because no Tuesday, Wednesday games. What the fuck? Yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that fixed. The Tuesday is by far the most depressing day. Like, <laughs> it has become like where I have deep depression on Tuesdays and the rest of the time I'm doing fine. Well, two weeks from now, Patty C 13 days 
on Tuesday. You will have college basketball tipping off Tuesday, Boom. November 9th. Duke. Well, Kentucky, K State, or no, Kansas, Michigan State. What were you going to say, and Nick? Even, even before that, Maxion starts this coming Tuesday. That's true. They should have done it this week, though. They really failed. They really should have. They really should have. So not only do we not have Tuesday or Wednesday games this week, but also the the Thursday and Friday games are pretty weak, man. This is weak sauce <laughs> for weekday games. I mean, there's some decent matchups, but overall, there's not as many games this week. And there's some games I don't care too much about. They should have did this. Texas State, Louisiana Lafayette is on Saturday morning. Move that to a Tuesday, Wednesday. Boston College, Syracuse. No one's ever going to watch that on Saturday. Move that to a Thursday. Um, you want to know the best game that should have been a weekday game because it's going to get lost in the sauce on Ge- Saturday? Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Not bad. SMU, Houston. That's true. Ooh, that's a good one. That that's would true. be an awesome Thursday or Friday game. Prime but it's at showdown. 7 p.m. Saturday. Dude, come on. What about six and one UTEP at Florida Atlantic? Sure. Sure. Why not? They really botched this or Boise state at Colorado state guys. Did, uh, uh, do I need to show you guys after the podcast, the ending in the Colorado state game last Friday? Mm, yes. Obviously I was sleeping, but you did tell me about it. I, I still haven't, I haven't seen it, but it, it goes to what you've been saying for a long time about uh, Adazio. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even to even so much to the point that other podcasts are picking up on it, saying it was the worst hire. Uh, they get a first down that stops the clock with twelve seconds left. Twelve seconds. They don't have timeouts. I'm wondering how they're going to botch this. This was one of the funniest things. We will watch it after the show, Pat. <laughs> so with twelve seconds left, they get a first down, and it's as if the team didn't know that a first down momentarily stops the clock. Because the offense stays out there as the special teams comes out there. So you have both units. You have like 20 people on the field. So not only do they have the reset, so it's not only 12 seconds, it's the reset for like three seconds. Yeah. What you do know, you mean the reset? Because they get a first down. They have to set up the markers. Okay. So they basically have 15, 15 seconds. seconds. And they're waving the offense off. They're waving the special teams on and back and forth and back and forth. Finally, they get the special teams out. The clock is down to like two or three seconds. And the, the kicker's unprepared. He quickly kicks and they miss and they lose the game. All the quarterback had to do was spike it. It was first down. <laughs> they would have been able to spike it with 12 seconds left. Wow. <laughs> they, yeah. they didn't get the playoff. They did, but the, the kicker was not prepared or he, he quickly. Yeah, had to rush it was it. a shit fest. I can't wait to show you it after the game Man. or after the podcast. Um, Who else? I saw Dabo. I think had a terrible one. It was, uh, I believe, he had uh, two timeouts and ten seconds left, and they they run the clock down to five, like trying to spike or trying to get a playoff. I'm like, but not to win the game. This, yeah, you know true. who the the special teams coach is of the Colorado State Rams? Who's that? Steve Adazio. Oh, <laughs> mm. no excuses. No excuses. Totally inexcusable. Yes. That's like simple. Like a 10 year old playing Madden knows how to do that. <laughs> exactly, man. I mean, it was just uh, it's so classic for the, for the years of, of horrible special teams that Adazio has had easily the worst hire. <laughs> Uh, Thursday, October 20th. Let's just jump into this action guys. Cause I'd be damned if uh, now this line didn't move a point, but I'm going to start you off in the land down under 
Guys, South Florida has one of the worst defenses in America. East Carolina showing some life, taking Houston to overtime. Fumbled in overtime, though. Uh, lost that that game in overtime. But East Carolina is going to a bowl this year, and this is back in in Greenville. We're going four and four here on this one. I'm laying the nine now. It's at ten now. I I bet it at nine. East Carolina minus nine in Greenville against South Florida. Lock it up for me to start things off week nine. Who's joining me? Nine and a half. Uh, a little too much, but I am on ECU. A little too much for a lock. Yeah, I agree. I'm on ECU as well, but signs of life. I mean, I think USF has been showing some signs of life too, actually beating temple by 20 uh, game before that. They only lost by one against Tulsa. They covered easily against BYU only losing that game by eight. So I think actually South Florida is showing signs of life as well. Uh, but I do think, I mean, ECU two tough losses against Houston and UCF on the road, close games. I like that effort, that comeback attempt against Houston last week. So I think they come back home. I think this is a get right game. They win by two touchdowns. I locked it up. You guys are all cowards. Um, <laughs> Troy travels to coastal Carolina, Conway, South Carolina coastal somehow still ranked. I disagree with that ranking. Um, Troy is catching 17. This was 19. So money coming in on Troy. I'm still taking Troy. I think this is a, was was a game last year. If you recall, uh, Coastal Carolina needed a score with like less than a minute left to win 42-38 on December 12th. That was a game the year before that when Coastal won by one point. I am on Troy plus 17, almost lockworthy, but I won't. But uh, Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm taking the points as well. You know, the most surprising thing about the coastal app game last week is just how bad the line play offensive and defensive line for coastal was. They got whipped up front, man. Uh, they only ran for 55 yards, you know, rushing. Uh, there was constant pressure on McCall. not saying Troy can do the same thing that app state did, but I think you, you showed some, 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 some signs there, some glaring weaknesses that coastal has right now. And that is uh, their undersized offensive lines. You know, yes, specifically. So, yeah, give me Troy. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. I was on App State on the money line. I was the lone, the lone <laughs> guy. I, I will say yeah. this App State took some risks and they paid off. The onside kick early on, they recovered it. Got that was the, the thing of beauty. Yeah, got it right. It scored right after that. Stole the momentum. It would look like Coastal Carolina might be pulling away from that. Study the film, <laughs> see the weakness, I, attack the weakness. I guess they did, <laughs> I, and that's what they were saying. They were saying they were seeing the uh, uh, kick returners bail or the blockers bail for uh, uh, Coastal, and they took advantage. So credit to ECU on that good coaching. Now I'm surprised you're saying Coastal, a six and one team that's only lost to a five and two team by three points. Zero wins against winning uh, against teams with a winning six record. Six wins against the teams that have been on their schedule. Not <laughs> one loss against. Sorry, the Mike. Sorry, no. I I think they should be on honorable mention right now. I think UCLA not being ranked. UCLA is better than Coastal. Yeah, Carolina. I mean, I would guess I would have to see the other teams that are in that uh, range. But Oregon State's not ranked. I think if Oregon State plays Coastal Carolina right now, Oregon State wins. You might be right. Look, I mean, they're they're one tough game so far. They've taken. They it almost out. lost to Buffalo, the two teams that are decent. Yeah, they've struggled. Well, with. Uh, Oklahoma almost lost to Kansas. Cincinnati almost lost to uh, who? Navy. 
Alabama did lose to A and M. Like almost losing. You know, you play close games, you win them. That's I'm just saying. Well, no, specifically Coastal Carolina. Their schedule is like I think easily the worst. Yeah, uh, it is. You're I right. mean, Citadel, Kansas, Buffalo, UMass, ULM without their starting quarterback. Arkansas State, who's terrible. I mean, all of these teams have like one. Look, I mean, what is Citadel is FCS. They're two and five in the FCS. Kansas is one and six. Come, what a, do the math on this? So what is that? That's uh, oh, with three an and F- eleven. Yeah, three three and eleven. Buffalo is four and four. So seven and fifteen. UMass one and six. <laughs> Eight and eight and 16 or eight and ULM four and three. All right. I, I'm confused. Now there's too many numbers. <laughs> All right. We get their, your point. Their we schedule point. sucks. <laughs> Arkansas yeah. state one and this six. This is what happens when you get a bunch of fucking drunk. All, all I'm saying is they have math. three wins. Basic addition here. Three wins against teams with one and six records. Yeah. I'm, their schedule is terrible. We looked at it last week is one fifty nine. That's like below half of the FCS in terms of strength of schedule. But they have blistered most of that schedule, and if you're going to give last year any credit and uh, Jamie Chadwell's history, then yeah, they they have proven no, to be last a decent year is team. fucking irrelevant. That's my problem with college football. It is and it's it is. crock of shit. Okay, well, that- <laughs> uh, if you kept everything in a vacuum every year, then you would be, you know, completely confused through three weeks about who was the best team. Are, are you telling me we're not confused right now about Ohio State being five spots ahead of uh, how was Alabama number three? They lost to a team with a, a, a one win over a team with a winning record, Texas A and M. Alabama has slapped some pretty good teams around. They've also one win against a team with a winning record on their backup quarterback, and a two point win against a four and three Florida team that will be four and four next week. Okay, okay, Alabama is not what they were. <laughs> Bring it on! Bring it on, motherfucker! Coastal Carolina. I think they win the game. I think they they win by maybe seven or ten points. I like Troy to cover. Yep. Uh, Friday guys, I'm starting my Thursday and Friday in the land down under wrong teams favorite here. Navy plus 11 Navy wins on the money line in Tulsa, man. You've been riding that Navy train hard. How'd it look last week, buddy? Yeah, it looked pretty good last week. Uh, I agree. 10 and a half is too much. It's 11 now. Nick, what are you doing here? And who's joining me uh, on the lock here? No, no, because last time I locked Navy, they got whipped by Memphis, and I'm still bitter about that. Navy is one and six. All right, let's not forget that. But I think it is too many points. I mean, Tulsa doesn't. If they win, they don't. First off, they only have three wins. They're three and four. They their three wins: a seven pointer against Arkansas State, a six pointer against. Memphis and a one pointer against South Florida. I I would not lay that many points with the Golden Hurricane. So yeah, I'm on Navy. Navy has a four point loss to UCF, uh, one score game loss to Houston and SMU and Cincinnati. I mean, between Houston, SMU, and Cincinnati, there's one loss. <laughs> what are they fucking like twenty and one between the three of them? Uh, midshipman, get it right here. Sprinkle it on the money line. Friday. Uh, this is the, I don't know why this is played now. I get it. It's like Nevada day or something. Uh, kids have the day off, but this is that awesome cannon. I forget the award, but they have this old cannon on two wheels. God bless the state of Nevada for still hopefully having this trophy. (laughs) 
Wait, 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 Oregon canceled the civil war or was it Nevada? Oregon tried to, it's, it, it didn't happen. It came back. Not in my, not in my world. Oh, okay. <laughs> but our friend shoe math on Twitter, uh, he wanted me to know that. Yes. Uh, this, this is a local holiday, Nevada day. All kids are out of school uh, and that's never what, heard of it. Yeah. Interest. Uh, and uh, he also wanted to know, so I'll quickly get your guys take Wait, on this. Is that true? Yeah, it is. That's unbelievable. He lives in Vegas. He's a big UNLV fan. And uh, he wanted to know this, who has been your most disappointing team in the country so far? He said, Wyoming would be his pick, but is Clemson, Colorado or Boston college on there? Boston college is not on there. Boston college starting quarterback got injured. I mean, I, I guess you could say that with Colorado too, but BC is still in, in contention in the ACC right now. So I, I would say Clemson and Colorado are definitely more Clemson has got to be, I think Clemson, yeah. it's gotta be Clemson, right? I mean, they were like national championship contenders and they, and then now they might end up 500. Uh, but if we're talking about like teams, like I was touting specifically, I think San Jose state is in the mix and he mentioned Wyoming. Cause I was pretty high on, on Wyoming too. West Overall, Virginia though, for me. Yeah, for UWVU definitely. But TCU, overall, I think maybe? it has to be Clemson. Yeah, TCU's got to be up there. <laughs> USC for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but uh, twenty and a half points, too many points, guys. I'm on the running Rebels. I can't believe we didn't hit on this last week. They're up twenty to to seven with a half, and they lose twenty seven twenty. They got <laughs> shut out the second half. Thought I had my my lock cashed. And my money line play. What are you doing here, uh, NC Nick? Well, I love the fact that it sounds like there might be a cannon and a slot machine on the sidelines. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm taking UNLV, man. I agree. I mean, they're right now they're a covering machine. They may be 0 and 7. I don't think they have a chance of winning this, but uh, I'm going to ride them. You were on them early. I'm going to follow your coattails here and keep on taking UNLV to cover. Yeah. And then, by the way, that's called the Fremont Cannon. Blast that fucking thing off! I can't wait. The Silver State series, a lot of fun. Do you think uh, Friday night in Reno has uh, an impact on that score? Do you think they'll be hyped to blow the doors off of it, or is UNLV going to be ready for that? I think UNLV is going to be ready. I, I, that's too big of a spread. I think you know Nevada probably wins, maybe by fourteen, maybe by ten. Yeah, yeah, I mean, is this a big game in the state? I mean, does the state really care about college football? Well, if they got a cannon, I'm going to say yeah. They're coming up. They're coming up. The <laughs> high school football is coming up there. Let me say this. Uh, Norvell auditioning for a job. Does he run up the score? Does that affect the spread potentially with the Washington state thing coming up? And, and Marcus Arroyo probably fighting for his job with yet to win a game. Maybe that impacts the score. Oh, and 13 is a head coach (laughs) is, is Mike Loxley jr. Being born in, in, in Vegas. Um, Yeah. I think it's Patty. See you taking the points. Um, UNLV. Yeah. There we go. All right. Before we get to Saturday morning, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience, well, first off, you got to get that SGPN app. And like I said, college basketball right around the corner. So make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. But I want to tell you that the week nine preview and picks episode is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from college football, college basketball, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. 
and WinBet has some brand new bonuses that are complete fire. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred dollars on any sport. Plus, you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it two hundred percent. If you bet one uh, hundred dollars, you'll get a two hundred dollar ma- free bet. Max wager matches is uh, is is seven hundred fifty bucks, so meaning fifteen hundred dollars. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? We'll sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free thousand dollars sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com. All right. Guys, this college football slate on Saturday is about the greatest thing I've ever seen. Fire. And it starts with fire. Number nine, Iowa. Who I had number nine as well, I think, in my database top 25. Travels to Wisconsin. This one is uh, the the Big Ten West. If Iowa loses this, Minnesota's looking great. Ooh. Purdue lost to Wisconsin, so Wisconsin's kind of still alive here. Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin laying three and a half, guys. I took the Badgers. I think I got it at three. Wow, really? <laughs> I just feel like both. This is a nine to nine to nine to. Uh, nine to three to final. Nine to <laughs> nine to three final. <laughs> You're very confident that uh, Iowa is going to shit the bed here again. Well, last year Iowa won twenty eight to seven. Okay. Last time it was in Camp Randall, they won. Uh, no, Wisconsin won twenty four twenty two. So I'm saying, <laughs> buddy, how right. much offense will happen in this game? Combined, <laughs> com- take, combined over one eighty. That's why you take the points. That's why I'm taking three and a half. Well, I didn't know it was three and a half. I mean, it's three and a half now, but I'm saying when I picked it, it was not three and a half. Well, we're doing it right as yeah. it is now. So it's three and a half. I agree. You if you're betting this now, you take Dude, the Iowa. wrong team is favored entirely. Just like last well, week in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Wisconsin beat an army team by less than ball state beat army, but, but by uh, less than Wake wait, Forest. Wait, 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 wait. Iowa army. just lost to Purdue. Wisconsin went up to Purdue and smacked them. Well, that's a stylistic uh, matchup of Problem and not to mention. Hold on, Iowa and Wisconsin are the same exact style. <laughs> no, uh, Purdue is a, sty- a stylistic matchup problem for Iowa for whatever reason, and I really think they probably had a hangover from beating number four Penn State the week before. So that's true. Uh, I would say uh, Purdue or Iowa, especially coming off a of bye, is going to get back on track. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Wisconsin may be let down after beating Purdue. So Jim Leonard's going to dial up a defense that makes Iowa not be able to do anything, buddy. I'm locked. Yeah. I'm locked well, in Iowa. Iowa going to do the same. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. I'm taking Iowa. Uh, well, I'll say this too: Wisconsin's kicker's a bit shaky, so and the special teams has always been an issue. Where Ferentz, great special teams coach. Um, yep. Could play a part. Yeah, could play a part. So you're that, going Iowa? Well, with three and a half, yes. I, on tally site, I already picked it at. Uh, I think I got it at three or two and a half, and I took Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Lock it for Patty C. That's Iowa. a that's a great morning game. I'm gonna walk through the slate at 9 a.m. God's eye will be rocking, Patty C. Mm-hmm. Um, because Michigan travels to Michigan State, East Lansing. This is a top ten matchup. Allegedly, no. And even in the database top twenty-five, this is top ten. 
despite both these teams kind of playing nobody. Michigan State doesn't have a win against a team with a winning record. Michigan's best team they've beat is Wisconsin. <laughs> well, actually, win record wise, it is Northern Illinois. But I, I texted <laughs> Patty C this. Michigan, or I think I texted both of you guys this that Michigan's got what I think four. I forget the exact. I think four or five wins against teams with a hundred, hundredth best offense or worse. Yeah, they so, haven't. So that eleventh best defense in the nation is it really? Is the question? And I don't think it is. I think a good offense is going to expose them. Yeah, and meanwhile, Michigan State is take. I mean, they both taken on Nebraska, which is like the number twelve offense in the country. But Western Kentucky is the number two offense in the nation. Michigan State had to go against them, and also Miami charts in the top half of the of the nation in offense as well. Uh, what are we doing here, guys? I'm taking Michigan State in the points, and I actually think they're going to win it on the money line. I think their big play capability is going to be the difference in the game. Now I am a bit nervous. Michigan State's kicker's been kind of shitty this year, and Michigan's got a good kicker. So both these Big Ten games uh, could come down to special teams. But Michigan State, as, as a home dog, I get it. Harbaugh's been great in, in Lansing, or better in Lansing than he has been in uh, in in uh, in Arbor. However, Michigan State's won, I think, nine of the last thirteen. Ouch, Big Brother! No I'm on, more. I'm on Michigan State plus four, and I'm on the money line. Give me the Spartans, Nick. Yeah, what's funny is that usually when you would have you know two seven and zero top ten ranked teams, it would garner more national attention than this game is doing right now. I, I think it's because most people know that even though these teams, you got to you know tip your cap, they're having a good year. We don't know how, we just don't know how good they are. We still don't. Going into the last weekend in October, both these teams could be somewhat of frauds. Uh, but looking at the game specifically, I mean, both teams are good at stopping the run. Michigan only gives up 116 per game. Michigan State only gives up 121. Therefore, could it come down to who can pass the ball better? If so, that is Michigan State. You're getting points, and they're at home. I'm on Sparty. Patty C. Uh, look, I mean, they've had some uh, common opponents. Uh, Nebraska, Michigan eked out a three point win in regulation. Uh, Michigan state eked out a three point win in overtime. Uh, Michigan state should have lost that game. And uh, Nebraska, uh, uh, Michigan got kind of lucky that uh, Nebraska fumbled right, right in their own territory. Um, they both beat Northwestern convincingly. Uh, uh, Michigan state had a much better game against Rutgers than Michigan did. Um, look, college game day. In East Lansing, rivalry game, and Mel Tucker got uh, Harbaugh last year three and a half, just a little too much. I still four, got four, four, yeah. and definitely. But uh, Michigan, uh, I think wins because they just have enough athletes. They're basically mirror images. I actually think Michigan State's got the better athletes. Do, oh, the, at running back, you might be right. Wide receiver, yeah, I mean, Walker, wide receiver. Both definitely. receivers for Michigan State are ballers. Well, I have to see a little more Michigan State. I, I'll admit I haven't gotten enough uh, Michigan State time in. So. I I think that's the difference in in the game is the big play capability that Michigan State possesses where Michigan does not. That, there's well, got to be a reason that they're seven. Let's now. look at this. Let's look at this. Okay, yards passing. Michigan is only one ninety per game. They are not a very good passing team. Let's just flat out say it. Michigan State throws for two fifty in the air per game. They're not uh you know this run and shoot aired out air raid, but I think they're capable of having some success in the air. Meanwhile, I don't know if Michigan is, I think that might be the key. You know, if, if both running attacks are relatively equal, if both run defenses are relatively equal, the one advantage Michigan state might have is that they can pass the ball a little bit better, but Michigan does have the better special teams. True. Yeah. 
let me let me ask you this: Harbaugh goes ten and two this year with losses to Michigan State and Ohio State. Uh, is the fan base upset with him? Is he back on the hot seat? If next he gets year? fired at ten and two, they're they're, they're idiots. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's but crazy. he will be back on the hot seat again if if they lose both those games. I don't know He's what they get expect. One of them. I don't know what they expect. Beat but one of your rivals occasionally. That's what they should expect. They're Michigan. That's not that hard to expect that either. That's not that big of an ask. I know, but I'm saying right now, I think Michigan State's got the better team. And in East Lansing, Yowzers. Yeah. I want to hear. I heard this was like the first top ten matchup between these two, and. God knows how long since Percy snow. Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> since like 50 years or something, is it me or is it not really like that big of a deal nationwide? Like I haven't heard a bunch of, you know, excitement over this. It should be bigger. I guess maybe it's too local, but I mean, I think rivalry games, this kind of intensity, like Ohio state, uh, Michigan, Michigan state, Michigan probably has a similar, maybe not quite the same level of intensity, but not far behind it. Yeah. You know, it yeah. should be getting well, some hype. Right now you would be thinking like winner is, you know, has a very favorable spot for the playoffs. Well, but I, I think that, I think the playoffs have gotten to the point where we know it's the same four or five teams every year. So nobody really cares. That much. It is so disrespectful. Like I have a hard time watching any college football show that puts Ohio state in the playoff right now. Right, they look great the past four weeks, but they played Akron, Rutgers, Maryland, and Indiana with Indiana's third-string quarterback. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I don't name a lot. What is going on? Like, it's so, it's so terrible. It's just terrible. And I have like, look, Ohio State might win the games to, to necessarily get them, but to put them there right now is ludicrous. Yeah, it's ludicrous. I'm gonna say this too. I, I'm I'm rooting for the guy because he's a Virginia kid, but Travion Henderson. I don't think he's as much of the real deal as they're saying is just yet. He might develop into it, but he just, I don't know. It, it looks like there's some big ass holes for him so far. So <laughs> always helps. Yeah. All right. So we're still 9 a.m. stretch. We got Iowa, Wisconsin. We got Michigan state, uh, Michigan. Th- those are fire. God's eye will be rocking Patty C, but then don't sleep on Texas at Baylor guys. And this line moved money coming in on Baylor. Hate to do it to you. I'm on the Longhorns. I am on the Longhorns. Lock up the Longhorns in Waco. Catching I'm with you. Catching three and on the money line. I just think they're the better team. Uh, I, I think they're going to win out, outright. So I'll get, ride with you, Patty. See triple lock. Oh, I'm not locking it. But oh. there is a part of me. He's a Baylor guy. Yeah. This guy likes am, Baylor I'm, secretly. I do like Baylor, and uh, I mean Texas coming. Texas is good. Texas is better than I want to admit. David Koresh made a few good points, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, those people should have been left alone. Like you guys won't leave Baylor alone. Okay, you guys are attacking him like fucking Janet Reno over here. Right. Leave him alone. Well, look, Ken Starr is he still the president at uh, at Baylor? <laughs> Baylor's Baylor's full of fun. Yeah, <laughs> they left. Alone with Art Bryles for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> too long. Yeah, and the Woo. and the basketball coach. Yeah, yep. and that basketball coach that's just uh, making up murders for his players. <laughs> Listen, Baylor yeah. fans out there, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> We're having a little fun at your expense over here. Uh, Patty C, are you on Texas? I'm not. Uh, I should be. I should be, but I'm not. Look, trust the team that wins the games. And uh, guess who wins the game? <laughs> Baylor wins more than Texas. Trust the teams that wins the game. Okay, that's my I that's think, breakdown. I think after a couple of close losses to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and then having a bye week to kind of regroup, I like the spot here for Texas. Yeah, you would. Well, let me say this: <laughs> uh, Baylor, Baylor at home. 
come on, only giving two and a half, they'll kick a field goal to win this thing. Baylor. Dude, think about this. You got to get here early, Patty C. One TV, Iowa, Wisconsin. One uh, Baylor, Texas, Michigan State, Michigan on the big TV. Then Miami travels to Pitt, guys, where the Hurricane are catching nine and a half or 10. Shop around. I, I, I almost. Spit out my coffee the other morning when when I saw Pat Narduzzi as a national coach of the year candidate. <laughs> <laughs> they just lost to West. Look, okay, before the Clemson win, guys, they had zero wins over teams with a winning record, and they had a loss to Western Michigan at home. Of Western Michigan's five and three. When I saw them mentioned in this, I mean, they just they beat Clemson, and that wasn't even like a dis- decisive victory. Yes, in the second half they went up two scores, but like. And I love Pitt. I want Pitt to be a national power. I want them to win a national championship. Slow down. Slow down on the Narduzzi coach. A little of the much. Year. Yeah. A little much. <laughs> but I will say you're maybe sleeping on them because they went down big against Western Michigan and they almost came back. And if they had done that, then they'd be sitting here at seven and oh. It's Western the Michigan. The fact that they went down big, you know, that is a problem right there, right? <laughs> If you're, if you're that good of a team, you don't go down big against Western Michigan. Well, Western Michigan's not a terrible they're team. Five and three. Western but they're Michigan's not terrible, but they're a MAC team. They're and not good either. Dude. Five and three. Uh, Pitt had just gone to Tennessee the week before. Maybe a little letdown. Joe for Milton, Tennessee. Fair enough. <laughs> Look, they had a bad half. That they're, doesn't make them a bad team. They're very lucky Hendon Hooker wasn't there, or they would have took an L. Yeah, probably. What are you doing here, guys? You taking the nine and a half in the Hurricane? I am. Yeah. That's too many points, Nick. So first off, uh, Patty C right now does not look like a guy who wakes up too early on a Saturday morning. Can we get a, a time over under the when he gets into the studio? It's typically in the ten o'clock range. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give like ten thirty. Like I'm gonna go over ten thirty. Okay. I mean, but isn't this slate fire? This morning slate, like right, right over here on the West Coast, nine a.m. It's just going right into these money games. Um, Nick, are you on pit? I'm on pit. Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm on Miami. Uh, <laughs> See what I tried to do there. <laughs> Miami's won three in a row, actually. Now, now Pitt does have the fifth best passing offense in the country. Meanwhile, Miami, Miami's passing D is 93rd in the country. So expect a lot of points, a lot of yards. DFS wise, guys, pay attention. This is a game I'm going to hit on uh, tomorrow. But uh, it's, I think it's too many points. I think it's it's a crazy ACC man. It could be like a, a, a seven point game here. Miami's played everybody close. Right? Yeah. They beat NC State. They were they should have beat UNC. They should have should have lost to App State. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but they were basically in every game other than Bama. So uh yeah, I'll, I'll take the points. All right, still 9 a.m. slate. Virginia che- Virginia Tech travels to Atlanta. Justin Fuente still employed. Still employed. Virginia Tech's catching 4. I'm on the Hokies plus 4. I'm getting it four and a half, and I am locking the Hokies. Wow, locking the Hokies! You're, you you don't think the locker room's a little uh, perhaps I mean, it divided? Is. I think Fuente. I think this happens to Virginia Tech every year under Fuente. I don't think it's really his fault. I mean, it is a little bit, but uh, the fan base just never wanted him if, for, for whatever reason. I think he's been a good guy there, but uh, oh, what? I don't blame the fan base for his struggles. <laughs> he's well, the fan base has been bitches from minute one. He's been a horrible like, recruiter there, though. Yeah, and he doesn't give and access. How many, how many to like players the fans, have transferred but, out? They, they've been like transfer. Look, they you. want they want Shane Beamer right now, who hasn't proven <laughs> shit. That is a stupid ass fan base. Okay, it is dumb. Um, Nick, what are you doing here? 
Yeah, give me a Virginia Tech also. I think it's yeah. I mean, the the fact that Georgia Tech's favored by more than a field goal. Can you really have that much faith in them? Uh, I I don't love the play, but give me the Hokies. Yeah, this nine a.m. slate though, absolute fire. I'll say this: uh, that's going to be interesting watching between uh, Fuente and Diaz because I think both of them might have the slightest. I think if they both win out, they can save their jobs. But that's about it. I don't know if that's even true. I hope they. I hope I want Manny Diaz to be the new Clay Helton. I hope he goes seven and five. <laughs> they save his job, and then next year Miami's preseason top six. Well, they would it would bother me, but and then they they go seven, seven and five, five again. <laughs> Wait, you're I mad at this every year, and this has happened. I for am, 15 but years. I also enjoy Miami being horrible. I will Too say sure. that Miami's freshman quarterback Van Dyke is pretty good. Yeah, and so that is a future right there to build around. Obviously, you need more than one player, even if it's your quarterback, but. You know, if if the quarter, if the coach stays and if the if the quarterback stays, they have something to build around possibly. Because as a true freshman, being thrust into a difficult situation when Derek King got hurt, he has done well. Uh, but we're off that game. What's next, buddy? Yeah, what do we Texas got? State, the Bobcats travel down to Lafayette, Louisiana. They're catching twenty-one. This is almost lockworthy for me. I'm going to take Texas State plus twenty-one all day here. Lafayette plays down to their level. Lafayette wins. I don't know. 38, 27. Give me Texas state plus the 21 Nick. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Louisiana should have lost to Arkansas state last week. It seems like they have a hard time getting up for these lesser opponents the week before app. They only beat uh, South Alabama by two. Yeah. Some of it only beat Nichols by three earlier. It's kind of crazy. I don't, I don't know what uh, Billy Napier is doing down there. You got to have, you know, a more consistent, you know, mindset going into each game. Apparently they don't right now. So give me the points. That is confusing. They, they beat uh, app state by 28, but uh, they had know, that shit circled all off squeaking by yeah. these other teams. This one's actually kind of hard to uh, pick for me just be, but I will say this for the most part, Texas state has kept it close. Then again, they lost to incarnate word. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, 20, you know what? I'm going to go Louisiana. There you go. And I'm going to, I'm going to put some respect on their name by taking the Lafayette out. Something you guys won't do. <laughs> uh, they are now Louisiana. Oh, they're still Louisiana Lafayette. Let's be honest. Cincinnati travels to Tulane still on that 9. AM slate down to new Orleans Tulane, the green wave catching 25. <laughs> I said last week, this would be the last time I took Tulane as they got smacked by SMU. But you know what? Give me the 25 and, <laughs> and the green wave still riding that wave. <laughs> Give me the 25 in the green wave. Nick, what are you doing here? Well, so Michael Pratt, the quarterback for Tulane, is in the concussion protocol right now. Uh, apparently, he's hopeful to return to practice this week. It doesn't sound very good. I'm on Cincinnati. Actually, you just swayed me then. I, I, I'm on Cincinnati then. <laughs> That's an important factor. That right is there. a very important factor. Give me Cincinnati. Well, he's he's the our points. offense. Yeah. 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 I'll go Bearcats as well. Yeah. And they need it. They need to start styling a little bit. You better believe this one is going to be on one of the TVs, Pat. Rutgers travers, travels to <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Rutgers slugfest. This line has moved all around. Uh, Rutgers currently minus one and a half. What? <laughs> Give me Rutgers. <laughs> I'm taking Rutgers. Uh, why? Why have you seen Illinois? They threw for 37 yards. I saw <laughs> Illinois beat Penn State and Nebraska this year. And you you buy into that being good with like did did you when uh, you watched the team was the team good? 
Well, they beat Nebraska by more than Michigan or Michigan State. Okay, who but when you, we all watched that game. Yeah, they I thought good. they were decent. <laughs> I, I, di- I didn't see it the same way you did, where you know everything had to break Illinois' way. I the thought stats they, back me up. I here. thought they outplayed Nebraska. So, You're crazy. And they rushed for three hundred million yards against uh, Penn State. Well, you know what Rutgers is is decent at? They're running stopping defense. the run. Yeah. Well, Rutgers is favored on the road. Give that, me Illinois. That thirty-seven yards passing. Sitowski <laughs> is Joe Montana. Leave him alone. Nick, what are you doing here? Uh, so I was pretty high on Rutgers over four and a half on the season. I want to say they started off three and zero. Oh. I was <laughs> I was cashing my I was cashing my ticket. They, dude, they only lost to Michigan by seven. <laughs> yeah, the problem is losing at Northwestern twenty one seven. That hurts. Uh, looking at the schedule, I mean, they still have. The Illini, Indiana, Maryland. We need to win a game here. They're gonna win one that, of those. <laughs> for, well, I need them to win two. I think right yeah. now they're three and four. Well, even a push, you're uh, okay. Fan- well, no, I, I think it was four and a half. No, sure, it, right? was four. it was four. It was four because it was one of my okay. locks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then I feel a little bit better. But uh, I'm gonna take Rutgers here. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, two bad offenses. That's a. <laughs> I mean, we knew Rutgers' defense was solid. The the offense has been awful this year. Maybe they can do a couple things here. Give me Rutgers. I agree. Okay. Uh, Bowling green travels to Buffalo, (laughs) Uh, Buffalo uh, fresh off their four and four. They, they took down Akron covered. I was on, I was on the bulls last week. You got to know when to fade Akron the week before I was on Akron for two straight weeks and and they hit as a 14 point dog. Uh, He's got a better, better feel for Akron uh, (laughs) betting than anyone in the country. If anyone knows Tom (laughs) Arth, it's pick Dundee. (laughs) All right. Uh, Bowling green catching 13 and a half on the road. Guys, this is a tough place to play. I'm taking Buffalo minus the 13 and a half. Leffler had his, his moment in the sun against Minnesota. (laughs) They lost, they lost by 31 last week to, to Eastern Michigan, 55 to 24. Buffalo's going to roll them. Dude, fade at Leffler is back in effect a hundred percent. Get out of here. Uh, Buffalo all the way. Nick. I was kicking myself for not locking up Eastern Michigan last week. Cause I, I thought long and hard about it and I didn't end up doing it, but this week I am locking up Buffalo. Give me the bulls. I got it at 12 and a half, whatever, 13 and a half, still lock it up. As long as it's under two touchdowns, there Let's you go, go bulls. You know what? And I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a pick because I'm not locking it up here. I got a lock for you. I do think Illinois, and I'm gonna lock it up. It's gonna be crazy. Boom! Catching one and a half. Who locks up a team throwing that doesn't run the triple (laughs) option that threw for 37 yards last week in nine overtimes? 37 <laughs> yards in nine overtime. That's a deceiving stat. Okay. <laughs> Is it? They, they could only get two and a half yards per overtime. So. I'm just, no, not after the first, after the first after two. After the first two, they could. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Patty C's locking that up. I guess I'll cue up this music. Cash rules everything, uh, tread lightly on Patty C's uh, decision there. Indiana, this is still the 9 a.m. slate, and I'm so curious what you guys are doing here. Indiana travels to Maryland, College Park, Maryland. Two and five Hoosiers against the four. It's unbelievable that Maryland still has a winning record. (laughs) Talk about just lies, just lies in front of my fucking face. Illinois should have beat Maryland. Um, Maryland's lost 51 14, 66 17, and 34 to 16. And even that, they dressed up a little bit last week. Uh, the Hoosiers are catching five and a half. Patty C, what are you doing? Oh gosh, this one's tough. Uh, 
both teams uh, kind of suck. suck. <laughs> yeah. That said, uh, where is it? It's in College Park. Yeah. Give me Maryland, baby. <laughs> Give me a fucking Maryland. Nick. Uh, so I it, it opened at three and a half. I took Maryland. I mean, especially with uh, Penix and Tuttle, the both of the starting two quarterbacks for Indiana out. Um, they're on their third stringer. I, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be out this week. They only racked up 128 total yards against the Buckeyes last week. Indiana's offense is struggling big time, but it's gone up to five and a half now. Give me Indiana. They still have <laughs> yeah. a, at least an okay defense. Yeah, I wouldn't at touch five this and a half, one at all. Give me Hoosiers. Uh, look, I'm hearing Tuttle is a game time decision. Okay, uh, but if not, the third stringer is a walk on. Hmm. <laughs> Can't be too much worse than Tuttle because he wasn't doing a damn thing anyway. So. I want to take the Hoosiers just as, as the Loxley angle. Matter of principle. Yeah, I, but I mean, five and a half, I, this is one I wouldn't touch at all. Yeah. This is probably the, the if I would rank this game the last game I would touch, probably. <laughs> um, I will take you to this one the land on under. Guys, I know UCF's Dylan Gabriel is out. However, minus 10, 10 and a half. Against Temple, that's a lock. Temple's one of the worst teams in college football. Give me UCF minus ten on the road in Philadelphia. They won by seventeen against Memphis. I, I feel fairly confident that the, the the Knights will have enough offense to to beat this horrible Temple team. Who's joining me? Uh, you know what? You you convinced me. Lock, lock it up. I, I mean, I was definitely on UCF, but uh, you know. We we picked somebody else going to Philly earlier. No, you know what? We were on Temple because we thought they would they would play better at home. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you. Lock it up. UCF. Patty C. Oh, it is tempting. Uh they have to be they have to be ten and a half points better than than uh, Temple. Yeah, I'll go with lock you. I'll lock it. it. There we go. There we go. Yes. Boom. Boom. Is it, is it weird? I'm getting a little chub as we uh, as we play this music. <laughs> Uh, for me, it is for Nick. It might not be <laughs> you being on the other side of this table. Uh, last game on the 9am slate. And I know Patty C's had this one circled for months. UMass travels to Liberty. Liberty's laying 36 points. Guys. I was foolish enough to take UMass plus 36 last week. Do I do it two weeks in a row? Sure. Because Liberty got very lucky against North Texas. Gosh, I hate this game. Uh, Do that. I'm I'm locking up Liberty. Okay, this I'm, is when Liberty gets back to it? who they're supposed to be. Lock it up. You wow. guys suck. Are we sure that uh, it's uh, easy to see a tide turn? Florida State is better than Liberty. Right. Exactly. Okay, you you swayed me. I'm back on Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> lock it up too. I'm not locking it. I'm this not way too many Liberty fucking points. Liberty has been shit in the bed. Yeah. Lately. I watched that whole North Texas game, so I I, I can't lock that. Um, all right, look, that's the nine a.m. slate, Patty. See, that's the noon Ooh. slate on the east. That is a fire, fire, fire slate. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the College Football Experience Week Nine Preview and Picks episode is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full, full Kirk Gibson swing right now. And Prop Swap is your home for the best World Series futures all season long. Prop Swap customers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and Prop Swap will double it up to five hundred. 
I mean, come on up to $500, double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on prop swap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't even need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of betters across the country are shopping for t- uh, for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, man. Now we now we dive into that that noon slate for us on the west. Uh, on the east, it's more of the three thirty. Or there's a couple two o'clock games, and I'll get to one of these two o'clock games because this is a. The Iowa State Cyclones are laying seven points on the road in Morgantown. That is ridiculous. West Virginia looked pretty good last week against TCU, coming back to life. Big win for Neil Brown. Kind of whooped their ass. In Morgantown, I'm getting a touchdown against Iowa State. Lock up the Mountaineers. Couches will be on oh. fire. Sorry, I was looking at that wrong. Iowa State's favored by a, a, a seven and a half. I thought they were uh, no. uh, dogs. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense then. You joining me on this? I'm not locking it. I'm locking I'll, it. I'll go Dub V. I think Dub V. Remember, Dub V should have beat Oklahoma. Man, they were the better team that that, that day. They, they you had, were just saying a, like a half hour ago that West Virginia was your most disappointing team of the year. Well, because they lost to Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> there, that tell you, I should tell you something. That, that at home too, right? That what? No, no, no. That was a uh, in College Park. Okay, all right. But yeah. that's right. Give me the touchdown, man. I just think it's going to be a close game. Iowa State might win by three or four, maybe even seven, but I'll push. But uh, I think West Virginia is also a live dog. I, I don't think Iowa State's that good, and especially the, the top ten win the week before. The fans stormed the field. Come on, great opportunity for West Virginia here. Yeah, I mean they have some good wins so far. I mean, I guess a good win, Tech. Um, which isn't really that good of a win, but close loss against Texas tech, close loss against Oklahoma. They're right there. I guess the TCU win is good. They're an all right team. They are one of the hardest teams to handicap on a week to week by week. They're the same team. They are every year. They're going to go seven and five in the big 12. So, so you have them (laughs) winning then (laughs) actually, you know, this open at six and a half, I took Iowa state. Then it, I think it went up to seven and a half. Now it's back at seven. Obviously, depending on where you look, if it's above, if it's seven or above, I'm with you, West Virginia. But I certainly don't love it. I like sprinkling it on the money line too. Mm, I don't know, man. They went into K State and won by thirteen, uh, Iowa State, and that's a, that's a hornet's nest too. So uh, I'm tempted. I, I wouldn't touch it actually, but uh, I, I will go West Virginia just because that little hook right there. All right, North Texas travels to Rice. This is the other. 11 a.m. on the on the west, 2 p.m. on the east. Wrong team's favorite here. Give me North Texas plus two and a half. I know Rice somehow beat UAB last week at UAB, <laughs> but North Texas got robbed in that Liberty game. Latrell gets it done. Give me the Mean Green plus two and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. Just play it on the money line, actually. Nick, I don't have a good feeling for this game. All I know is that North Texas has lost six in a row, and Rice has a big win. Uh, yeah, you know, so Rice, are they celebrating too much after that, or can they build off of that game? They played I'm last say, November. North Texas won by ten. I'm going to say at home, Rice builds off of the the big win against UAB, but I do not have a good feel for this game. This is one of my least favorites on the whole slate. But give me Rice, Patty. See what are you doing? Well, you guys just haven't woken up to the fact that both of these teams 
are in the American. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're looking at them like Conference USA. The Sun Belt just surpassed the American, and we're gonna we're, we'll touch more on that on another episode. Ooh. But I love me some Sun Belt. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Hey, hey, f- welcome to UAB. Look, man, we're big fans of yours. We love you. He's getting foolish. Getting foolish with all that talk against the Sun Belt, buddy. <laughs> Throwing shade. I agree. Patty C, who'd you take here? I don't fucking know, dude. I I said the same thing, but I took North Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll take North Texas too. Okay, it's a great line. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. Patty, who you got? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you know our job is to pick games. Um, details, details. All right, dude, so, if anybody has a strong feeling on that game, I want to hear them. <laughs> yeah, but I, I watched all of North Texas last week. I thought they actually had a decent showing, but I guess Rice had a great showing. So. Right. Uh, now we get to the noon slate on the west, three thirty on the e- or three o'clock on the east. Washington State lo- played pretty, pretty, pretty violently last week, considering four of their coaches were gone. Lost I by believe I, was, I believe I was the only one on them. Lost by two to BYU. Now they hit the road to Tempe. They're catching sixteen points. That's too many points. Give me, give me the Cougars plus sixteen. Nick. Now is where I jump off of. Them. I was I was on them last week. I thought they could get up one game at home. I think this is like a long road trip to a pretty tough environment, and I think this is where the team just unravels. Give me Arizona State. A reality sets in. I'm tailing Nick on this one. He's got the feel for the Cougs, and uh, let's go Sun Devils here. There you <laughs> go. Wow. Long trip. Too many points. Give me a th- give me a. Uh, 30 to 17. That final. was my first reaction, but I should have listened to Nick last week when he said they would rally and now it's time for them to unravel. And you know what? Ride those sun devils. There you go. Riding those sun devils. Well, next we go to Logan, Utah, where Hawaii it's early as shit for them to play this game at noon in Logan, Utah state minus five and a half guys hate to do it to you. Ooh. I'm on the Aggies minus the five and a half. Wow. Locking this. Dude, you Hawaii almost lost to New Mexico State last week. Once again, an- another one I was on. Uh, I, I feel good about Utah State, especially in in uh, in Logan. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm taking Utah State, but I don't know if it's locked material. Last time Hawaii played in Logan, they lost fifty six to seventeen. When was that? That was with Rolovich too. That was a team that made a bowl. Uh, that was uh, two thousand eighteen. All right. Well, that's ancient history, man. <laughs> well. Utah State's good, buddy. They're sitting there at five and two, first place in the Mountain Division, buddy. Hawaii's sitting at four and four, though, maybe getting slept on a little bit. Two of those wins are against New Mexico State. <laughs> good point. Uh, maybe you're onto something here. You know, maybe I'll jump on the lock train with you on uh, Utah really? State there. Yeah, that's a long trip, and they are significant. Who's better. coming with me? Who's coming with me? Patty C, Nick. You, are you gonna be a hey, gutless look- wonder like you always are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not locking it. I'm not locking it. I'm with you, but not not locking. No. All right. Well, guys, fuck it. I'm gonna lock another one, and I Jeez. swear I wouldn't take this team again. <laughs> when you're feeling it, you're feeling it, buddy. I'm laying the 16 and a half with Missouri at Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt. I mean, they just scored six points at home against Mississippi State. <laughs> I know Missouri's bad. But they ain't Vanderbilt bad. I'm laying the 16 and a half on Missouri. Lock it up. Vanderbilt is one of the worst teams in America. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean I'm on Vandy. 
You're Missouri cr- is zero and seven against the spread. That's why uh, you take Missouri. Are they are they due? Yes. What they weren't due last week. The last the week seven before? weeks they weren't due. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to? It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> well, we're waiting to see a tide turn. Do I need to remind you Dude, that you, East you Tennessee like, State won by twenty at Vanderbilt? You sound like a guy who's like on the roulette board. Like you know what? It, it's gone black four times in a row. It's got to go red now. <laughs> I, I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> But it's worse because at least there's like a 50 50 percent chance. I locked up Mississippi State last week. Look how they treated me. Okay, fair enough. When you're at home and all you get is two field goals, who did Vandy keep it close against uh, recently? They beat Colorado State because it does. He has a fucking moron. They kept it close against <laughs> South Carolina, but got throttled by Florida and Mississippi State. Well, South Carolina is one of the worst teams in college football. Too. That's true. That makes sense. That's true. I would lock up Missouri minus 16 against South Carolina as well. Missouri <laughs> is not good though, either at all. They talk beaten. about maybe most disappointing. Add them to a list. Yeah. Yeah. I agree there. We were th- t- hyping up an eight. Yeah. No going into the yeah. Georgia game. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Who you want? Uh, you on Vandy too? I'm on Vandy. I'm oh, on Vandy. beautiful. Yep. I can't wait to, to prove you morons wrong. <laughs> In in whatever the hell Vandy Stadium is, where the hell do they play? Commodore Nash- Commodore just Alley. Na- just say in Nashville. <laughs> Nashville. Uh Canvit no, wait. Vanderbilt Stadium. Okay, that's easy enough. Uh this is one of the hardest ones, I think, on the slate. Purdue at Nebraska. Purdue's catching a touchdown and a half. I'm on Purdue, but I don't like it. <laughs> Purdue looked like shit last week. <laughs> Uh, I'm on Purdue seven and a half. That hook is getting me, but I also think, are they putting that hook there to have you take Purdue and is Nebraska going to just roll them? Mm, Nebraska is way better than their record indicates. Yeah. But you just shit on them in the Illinois game. Well, they looked like shit in that game. <laughs> they have since proven themselves. I'm on Purdue. Give me the hook. I guess you got to be on Purdue. They, they were top 25 a week ago, you know, whether that's uh, justified or not. Yeah. TMZ pet with, with that, with that, comment. Yeah, whatever the AP yeah, says, I believe yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but it is in, uh, it is, is, is in uh, Lincoln. So um, I don't know. That could be a factor here. So I don't know. I'm going Purdue Nick. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Purdue also. I mean, the, you know, the hook, I mean, this is like an, an, an NFL spread here. Usually, you know, seven and a half NFL, you lay the hook. I think different rules kind of apply to college football. So um and, but the, the interesting thing is that this line has not moved. I think it opened up at seven and a half and has not moved. So you're getting equal money both ways. Apparently. Um, yeah, I'm going Purdue. I, I just, I'd never trust Nebraska. So basically I've been fitting Nebraska pretty much all year. They probably probably win this game, but it's going to be close. I think Nebraska wins by four, like, you know, like 30 to 26 or something. All right. This next one guys. I'm in a lockish type of mood. I got locks. Call me, call me Mike Loxley over here because this, this is the easiest play. I feel like half of our show is this song. <laughs> song they're gonna be like this fucking asshole. <laughs> it's a um, pod that's two hours long, but one hour is just that song. <laughs> yeah, the instrumental to whatever the fuck band this is again. Um, Men at work. This is the easiest. Is great great a- movie. Um, <laughs> Suspect name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> this is the easiest play on Saturday. Oh, Colorado. 
is getting 24 points in Eugene and Nate Landman, their best defensive players out. Oregon is laying 24 in Eugene. This is a motherfucking lock. This is going to be like 48 to seven. <laughs> if Colorado that bad, they're the worst offense in the nation. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of that is they've played 11 power five. I mean, they're playing a schedule with 11 power fives as opposed to some other bad offenses that are, are, are getting some FCS teams and some bullshit in there, but it is what it is. There's still a horrible fucking offense. This is a lock. I'm telling you, this is the easiest money on the board. So let me ask you this. This opened up at 26 and a half. And at first, my first reaction was take the points. So why has it gone down a field goal? Same thing happened. Same thing happened with Cal last week. (laughs) Who's betting on Colorado? Well, apparently somebody I'm betting on Colorado. Cause listen, Oregon's wins so far by seven by seven. This is against FCS competition. Then they blow out. Colorado's not FCS. They're worse. Oh, oh. <laughs> they Arizona had uh, the Oregon had to pull away late on them. Then they lost to Stanford. Do you a seven re- point win against uh, Cal and a three point wins against Arizona. They're not blowing teams out by twenty eight points do, on a weekly. Do I, do I need to remind you though that Colorado, Colorado has a good defense? Yeah, no, without their best player on defense. Well, well, I remember last year what happened when he went out, and this is the second road game for Brandon Lewis. He was. They lost thirty-five to thirteen to Arizona State in the first one. That that's somewhat of a toxic, but this one is Eugene. You're probably right. You guys are probably right. I mean, just when you consider I'm how switching. much, are you going to Oregon? I'm not locking it, but all right, you had me switch Dundee. This is easy, dude. I'm telling you this as a Colorado fan. This is the easiest play of the week. You know what's hilarious is that. Colby and I sound very similar when he's talking about Colorado and and, and when I'm talking about Duke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Duke lost 48 and nothing. And you were on the wrong side of that. All right. Yeah. I feel like you're a little harsher on Duke than Colby. Colby. He's very harsh Did you on hear Colorado, him talking? but, but it's right. Have you seen him? <laughs> he's not taking 26 and a half points, 24, buddy, 24. Uh, it, it came down some. Yeah, which is why that's a Dundee special. Play that one. All right, uh, still on the twelve thirty slate. Minnesota travels to Evanston, Illinois, in a true fun Big Ten matchup here that Nick hates. Uh, Minnesota minus seven and a half. This game sucks. <laughs> Patty C. Uh, I'm I'm taking Minnesota here. Uh, I mean, mi- mi- Northwestern. I'm taking better. Northwestern the seven and a half. Northwestern is improving. Pat Fitzgerald's team is starting to. Come around a little, but Minnesota's getting hot because they played Maryland. <laughs> that helps. I mean, who did, who did they get the week before? Nebraska, I think Nebraska. they beat yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. But it wasn't on the road. When they go on the road, well, I guess they beat Colorado, <laughs> thirty to nothing. By the way, do I? I mean, come on, they covered thirty or twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, what is uh, Northwestern thirty three to seven? Although they were down by what three or four at halftime to Michigan. And then uh, beating Scarlet, uh, the Rutgers, the week before, which is not that impressive. But I do think Northwestern is a little better. That said, that's just not that many points. I'm and taking that hook. 28 21 final Minnesota wins, I cover. Nope. Give me Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. Nick? I almost want to lock it, but I'm not going to. I do have a 10 to 1 ticket for Minnesota to win the Big Ten West. So I'm going to ride on my Golden Gophers here. They need this one. I think this is another 7.5 point one. Yeah, Big Ten West, for some reason, we're getting 7.5 point spreads. <laughs> this time, I'm going to lay the hook. Maybe like I should have gone on the other one. Go Minnesota. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I'm on, I'm on Northwestern here. They, they cover. All right. Next up. Look, just for the listeners ears sake, <laughs> I'm locking up Florida state. Now I will say this. I got it at 10 and a half earlier in the week. Do you know Clemson is one of two, two teams, Clemson and Arizona, the only two group of five te- or power five teams to not score 20 points in a, in the season against, against a FBS opponent. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's maybe score more than three touchdowns. Cause they did, they lost NC state 27, 21, or is that like over? Is that maybe it's in, in regulation? I think a regulation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe that's a stipulation. And also against FBS opponents. Yeah. Right? I said that. I said that. Though. Okay. All right. All right. And so South in regulation Carolina state, they scored like 50 on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in regulation, they have not scored 20 points. Oh, there you go. And you're telling me, I, Oh, I got it at 10 and a half, but even at nine and a half, take it. Give me Florida state. I'm buying in. I'm locking Florida. State. I locked it. I locked it. Nice. There let, we go. Let me tell you this. Um, is was was where was uh, ukulele in preseason Heisman? Uh, oh, high up there. Yeah, he, he was, was top up there. five. There might know. be a controversy at quarterback there. Yeah, well, he got benched. Oh. Yeah, I mean, between him and Rattler, both both teams have a great run defense. Both teams can't throw the ball. Something's got to give. Give me the points. Yeah, Florida State looking better, and uh, they won it. And and Clemson is deflated, whereas Florida State is energized. Nick. Well, who the hell would have thought their backup quarterback's name was even more difficult to pronounce than <laughs> ukulele? Jeez. Uh, yeah, on that fact alone, I'm on Florida State. There we go. All right. I'm very curious what you guys are doing here. Matt Wells was fired at Texas Tech. He's five and three. Awful. On the cusp of having the best season they've had in like Awful. 10 years. <laughs> what is going on there? Why Colby was onto that though. Colby, yeah. you said in the, in the in the off season that there was that like they never really wanted yeah. him, and there was some. Yeah, you know, I, some had, I had a guy on that covered for twenty four seven sports, and he was saying that uh, that the alumni never wanted Matt Wells, and so he was fighting a losing battle. They're fucking idiots though, because now you look. Mike Leach goes win his eleven games at Wazoo. He's going to turn Mississippi State around. He's already kind of doing that. Cliff Kingsbury is undefeated in the NFL. They fired both of them. Is Texas Tech? The Who new do they Tennessee? think they are? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are Tennessee of the Big Twelve. But Tennessee's won a national championship. They ha- they have been good. Yeah. Well, Mike Leach would have won a national championship had they uh, had a playoff. <laughs> uh, Texas Tech, though, Sonny Cumbie. Here's why it's interesting. Sonny Cumbie was hired by the AD with Matt Wells. So I don't think Matt Wells hired him. Sonny Cumbie played quarterback under Mike Leach at Texas tech. Guess who was in that quarterback room? Lincoln Riley. Mm. Uh, he tried out for quarterback. He didn't make it. So Leach had him as a GA Texas tech, the defensive coordinator for, for the, uh, for the Oklahoma Sooners is Alex Grinch, who was a Mike Leach defensive coordinator at Wazoo. All these things coach all over the field here, but Texas tech is catching 19 and a half. This opened up at 16. It's up to 19 and a half right now, guys. I'm on the red Raiders. What am I missing here? Well, I I think it it went up because the news of the firing, but Sonny Cumbie knows Lincoln Riley better than most, right? (laughs) I'm on Texas tech too. I, my philosophy, I I have no stats to back it up is that teams can get up for one game after like a big thing, like a like big firing or something. And then they fail. I think they get up for this game. I think they keep it close. Oklahoma has not been a covering machine this year. 
So give me Red Raiders. Well, with all these midseason firings, we're, we're, Nick's Nick's made this point a couple weeks in a row now, and so far he's two and zero. I just need to find a sound drop and just cue right. that. Right. Um, I need to track it. See if there's like actually any validity to it. Well, Edsel, I think they covered for the no, they didn't cover because they lost to UMass. <laughs> <laughs> UConn's gonna be the one that that, yeah. that cost you. Um, Fucking UConn. How do you see? You taking Texas Tech? I am taking Texas yeah, Tech. Yeah. Okay. Uh, T still in the twelve thirty slate here. TCU at K State. This is a fun one. Gary Patterson against his alma mater. K State laying three. I had a hard time with this one, but I ended up taking K State. Nice no. comeback last Jeez, week. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, yeah, give me K State. It's in, it's in. It's in. It's in uh, Manhattan. Give, give me K State. They play some close games. Those Wildcats, don't they? I'm going to make a prediction. Gary Patterson retires at the end of the year. Yeah, not really working out. I'm just making a prediction there. Throwing that out there. Could be. Uh the coaching tree is uh the coaching carousel is spinning wilder than it's ever done before. Uh hold I, on, hold on, hold on. Don't you have some inside Iggy there at, at TCU? I do. I am uh friends with some uh yeah, are you uh are you revealing information? No, early? I have not talked to him, but I do know that uh uh, he's into country music. He's making records. I got a feeling he's not happy with the NIL. I got a feeling he's not happy mm. with uh, all this other stuff. I thought I saw something to the effect of uh, Evans. Uh, was it trans- Zach Evans? Yeah. Was he transferring? I don't know. I got to look into that. But if no, so yeah, I heard that too. And then he was at practice on Tuesday. Ah, and they said and they said all is good. But a very weird thing. Like apparently, like he removed. TCU mentioning from his social media. Well, I can't believe we're fucking talking about this. This is this is 2021. We're talking about a player like removing something from his, from his, his social TCU media from yes. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, apparently he's there and he take still playing. Who you taking? That's a little too much uh, distraction in the locker room. Give me the Wildcats, <laughs> Nick. Who you, who I'm you a, taking? I'm a TCU at three and a half. Just because I feel like this is a close ass game. This is a wild game. It's going to be close. So I, I took the points. There you go. All right. This concludes part one of the week nine picks preview and uh, podcast and all that shit. Um, so stay tuned to part two. Check that out. Uh, and, and yeah, let's do it right here. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. <laughs>